We are back again, preview time, AFC South this week. I am your host Ross and with me as ever is Dave. Oh, you're right. Good mate, let's get right into this. I like this division. Well, I like yeah. uh, two of the teams' division and the other two are also here. Let's start with the Jags. <laughs> they were also here last year. They finished 5-11, and 11, which was maybe the biggest disappointment in the whole league last year. Yeah, I would... I'll tell you, from where most people had them, yeah. I think they were the, yeah, they were the sort of biggest disappointment. But I think there were signs there. Just, I mean, Blake Bortles was their quarterback. I think yeah. that was um, that should be that should have been a big enough red flag for everyone that you, know, <laughs> you can't you couldn't just expect the defense to keep winning games. But yeah, we'll see this year, won't we? Yeah. So Blake Bortles was gone. Nick Foles is in place. Is he a is he an upgrade? I mean, I guess. <laughs> but the fact that, it, honestly, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say it for 100% certainty, and that sort of yeah says a lot in itself. If you're going to pay a man that much money, you want an upgrade, a def- definitive upgrade. I think the problem was, I think the rest of the team were out on board, I think the rest of the team had given up on Bortles. Yeah. So they had to make a change regardless. Mm-hmm. And I think just that side of things probably, <laughs> probably means that they had to make a change. Yeah. And they had to do something where, yeah, I'm not 100% sure he's a big upgrade or, or <laughs> at all, but they had to do it. They yeah. had to make the change. Yes, so Nick Foles has played for four different teams in his career. He's never started more than 11 games in a season. Uh, I don't know whether that's due to injury or just being back up <coughs> um, for those teams. He did have that magical season Philly, didn't he? Before he came back and won the Super Bowl, when he would set the record for like, was it most touchdowns to interceptions or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. That was twenty thirteen. Kelly's first year, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty thirteen, which seems an absolute lifetime ago in the NFL. Yeah, a um, long, long time. Yeah, he went uh, four and one as a starter for the Philly uh, Eagles last season, through seven touchdowns to four interceptions, <coughs> uh, and then lost his place to a still injured Carson Wentz. Really. It's an upgrade in some ways. He's more consistent, I think, than Black Bortles. But, but like, is he though? <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what he's won or sort of got this contract on the back of a couple of hot streaks. Yeah, and, and a Super Bowl MVP. Ridiculous. Yeah, thing. and I mean that Super Bowl. Like, obviously, I talk about it all the time. But I mean, one of them touchdowns wasn't a touchdown at any other point in that season. It should have been overruled. <laughs> they shouldn't have won that Super Bowl. It was stolen. If, you, if you're mainly remembered for a Super Bowl about a trick play, then yeah, you've not performed incredibly well in that Super Bowl. No, and to be fair, he was pretty good in that Super Bowl outside of that, in fairness. And yeah. that run was incredible. But, I mean, they should have lost a couple of times during that run. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think, I think people, I think if you're really in favour of the Foles I don't know how you're so confident in it. Yeah. And so confident that he is that player because... I mean, there's again. Like I said, I think I said like in the last few previews, there's a lot of red flags there, mm-hmm. just on Nick Foles alone. Yes, whether he can be the man, sort of thing. And yeah, I, I would, I would not bet any money on it. Personally. No, it is, it is a risky, is a risky choice as to the guy to take your franchise forward. Um, running back wise, Danny Fournette is he going to be fit for a full season? Is he gonna, not going to be suspended for? Team issues? What what we're we expecting from Leonard Fournette this season? Where would you be drafting him if you're drafting him at all? Well, he's definitely I think the one on other podcasts, but I think he's somebody that I would quite like to draft. Yeah. Where he's going, I think 
if you look at a year ago, he was going as like a top four pick or something, yeah. something like that. Where I think now, I don't think he's any different. He's no different a player. The team's in no different situation. It's just he had a bit of a bit of a rubbish year. Mm. But that sometimes happens. And I think I think that whole Jaguars team are just we're all just out on portal. And I think the whole team are just almost given up. Yeah, regardless of what we do, he's going to lose us games. Yeah, and I think it's sort of that thing of, well, why bother? Yeah. Because, and I think he very much falls into that career. I don't think he's got the best attitude. And I think when things are going against you, I think he's one that will give up. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a risk, but I would happily take him where he's going now, which is sort of like the back end of the second, I think. Yeah. I'd happily take a chance on him there, because I think he's definitely somebody you can get, you get in like almost a first round talent. Took a fantasy here, like a first round talent. Yes. At good value. So if he bounces uh, yes. back to his rookie year, he only started thirteen games then, but he got over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns, and a longest of a ninety yard touchdown run. That's gonna get you some fancy points alone. It's yeah. He doesn't fumble uh, the ball, he's just slightly injury prone, I think. Yeah, and like all they've obviously got Nick Foles, but there's not there's tons and tons of talent on that um Jaguars sort of pass catching sort of side of things, is no. there? There's not so not tons of players there. that people are excited about could break out, but you've got to break out yeah. first. Yeah, and like, I mean, to me, the safest bet would be that they lean on the running game and mm-hmm. go there. So I think, obviously, it's a risk, and yeah, you might miss plenty of games, but for me, Fournette's a risk worth taking. Especially if you if you draft like a wide receiver from that first round. Yeah. I think you could, like, Fournette's definitely somebody that if things go right, then... Yeah, back of the second, you get yourself yeah, a starting running back. Yeah, you could be getting yourself somebody that is giving you sort of first round production for sure. Yes. But yeah, for me, somebody I'd definitely take a chance on, depending on how you feel about the draft and stuff. That running back room yeah. also includes Alfred, Bru- Alfred, Alfred Blue now and Thomas Rawls. Wow. Blast from the past. Thomas Rawls, the man was going to take over for Marshall Lynch. Never really Honestly, happened. I don't know what happened with Rawls because I loved him. Yeah. Like, I was so on board with Thomas Rawls being like one of the next sort of star running backs, but it just. I never seemed to work injured. out for him. I think he broke yeah. his ankle, I think. Yeah, it just never seemed to go right for him, did it? Which, you know, it's tough. Since then, played for the Jets players. and the Bengals. And now he's with I the do Jets. not remember him playing the Bengals. <laughs> when did that happen? I remember the Jets. I do not remember the Bengals at all. Oh, he was signed in September, September 19th, and it was released on October the 9th. So, short spell. Wow. Well, yeah, I do not remember that happening. He's, <laughs> like, he's, he's now with the Jags. Uh, look, wow. You mentioned the wide receivers. Lots of... Flashy kind of possible breakout names: DJ Chark, Keenan Cole, Chris Connolly's there. It's probably the main guy, really. But they've also got Terrell Pryor and Dee Dee Westbrook. It's a well, collection Terrell, of names, isn't it? Terrell Pryor. If you get that Terrell Pryor that had that one season, he was incredible. Yeah. And the other one you haven't mentioned there was Marquise Lee, who I think before yeah. his injury, I was on IR. Yeah, he was before his injury. He was. Uh, he was, he was a star. Time. Yeah, he was heading towards in a really good wide receiver and. Yeah. He's definitely somebody I'll be taking a chance on. I think somebody is going to come out of this um, Jaguars pass catching. Maybe one or two of these players. Yeah, it's just working out who because I don't think I don't think any of them are sort of ahead of the others. Particularly, it's just going to be who takes a chance. And for me, if you're like fancy wise, I wouldn't really want any of them before like round fourteen or so. Obviously, depending on yeah. how many rounds you draft as, but sort of near the end, just someone to take a bit of a flyer on because. Well, you can get Marquise Lee quite late in these. Mm. Give me him all day long. Yeah. Uh, the players that are going in that range, you know. Uh, tight end-wise, uh, it's really Josh Oliver's job to lose, the rookie. I mean, James yeah. O'Shaughnessy, Jeff Swaim. Um, yeah, he's it, it, got to be the starters there, surely. Yeah, and as we said um, when we looked at the Lions, there's 
like Hawkinson. Mm. Is, I think he, if people listen to any of the draft coverage, they'll know that I loved him. Yeah, but I still think it's, it takes tight ends. It's very rare that a tight end comes in and just produces straight away. Yes, because it's just a tough job to learn. They've got so much to learn moving to a team and yeah, you're basically moving into the NFL and an, a wide receiver at the same time. Yeah, exactly. You've got so many plays. You need to know every play in the book, and yeah. obviously all of them do. But it's more important a tight end. They're involved in every play, basically, aren't they? Yeah. Where it's running, passing, all of them. They just need to know what to do. And I think it's, I think that's why you always see it takes maybe a little bit longer than other positions to really mm. sort of step up. You know, how hard is it from even wide receivers don't do great a lot of the time in their rookie season, do they? It's, no. It's yeah, it's a tough thing to do, and then yeah, add into the running game side of things. So yeah, I think it's tough. So yeah, I wouldn't again, I wouldn't be expecting loads from him, but he is somebody that it's not out of the question that he does break out of it just because somebody has to. Yes, and he is in that group, so. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Um, <coughs> d- defensively, still a lot of the good names are there. Uh, Yannick Ngotkwe broke out last year. Still got Claire's Campbell. Uh, Marcel Darius is there as well on the defensive line. They drafted Josh Allen. Um, yeah, they've got they've got players. They've got the, obviously the secondary goes without kind of saying the, the, the names they've got there. They just need to perform back to the level they were, I think. But then the level they were is so high that just get somewhere close to it, maybe. I think these another like I said before, net. This was another like this was the main bit where they really suffered suffered from Bortles. Mm. They'd get like three picks and then Bortles would be giving them straight back. There's yeah. it's only so much you can do, isn't there? And it must get so like disheartening. Yeah, one of, the, one of the better linebacking crews as well. The Miles talent, Jack and Telvin Smith. There's talent basically on every part of the defense. There's, yeah, I think. I mean, they're definitely a unit that would be in the running if you were making a list of the best defences or sort of like the candidates to be like the best defence in the league next year. Then I think they're very, they're definitely a team that could take a step back up. Yes. Um, a, would you draft them in the first round of a fantasy draft? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I had forgotten that happened in last year's league. <laughs> but no. Would you draft I, I, any defence, the 85 Bears included, in the first round of a fantasy draft? I mean, I, I, personally, I very much subscribe to that. I wouldn't draft a defense before like the penultimate very round of the draft. Pick as well, get them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe defense and kicker in the last two rounds. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes I don't even mind not even drafting a defense or a kicker and just worrying about it before week one. You know, yeah. like a wide receiver or something that might break out and then just dropping somebody. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, first round was a bit of a stretch last year. <laughs> Just didn't pay off for that person then, you know. I did, no. At the time, I thought, oh, maybe this is a bold move that could pay off and all that. But, you know, it just didn't seem to work out for them. So, no. tough going. So, we're at 5-11. Are they improving on that? Again, a bit like we said with the Packers, it would be a bit of a shock if they didn't. Yeah. Just because it was so disappointing last year that there's just so many... There's just so many good players on that defence that mm. that defence alone should win them more games than that. Yes. And if Nick Foles can get hot at all... and Which he has <sighs> done. He's done it previously. Yeah. Can he do it again? Yeah. I, I'm not convinced by Foles, but to me, I think they're at least a seven-win team yeah. with some upside. You know? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think they'll definitely cause some upsets along the way, or maybe they won't be upsets, but they're just going to be one of them teams that Maybe they can lose to the rubbish teams but beat the good teams. You know, one of them teams that sort of just... Yeah. You're not quite sure week to week which Jaguars you're going to get because I think that's what Nick Foles is when it boils down to it. I think Nick Foles is that sort of quarterback that 
you don't really know what you're getting from him all the time. And I think that'll be what the Jaguars are because, yeah, because he is that. I think that's what they will be. I think more importantly, they come into the season a bit more humble. Jalen Ramsey yeah. is not telling, telling every everyone how to beat every uh, quarterback, and they've 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 learned the lessons I think from that season, and they're going to hopefully come back to this one a bit stronger. Yeah, and it might almost help them a bit that they're they're not even going to be the um, sort of in the top two like favourites for their own division, let alone yeah. league or conference, which they were coming into last season. I think it might actually help them. Yes. That, yeah, there's a little less pressure on them, isn't there? That they can sort of then just be that. I mean, I think sometimes it's not like it's a good position to be if you're that sort of like. I don't know what the word is. Yeah, but they can be sort of that talented team. It sort of almost suits them to be a bit of an underdog who sort of can be a bit mouthy, you know, a bit like the Seals when they first started, like Richard Sherman yeah. and stuff. That sort of sort of have a bit of a chip on your shoulder. I think that will help them. I think mm-hmm. being a bit underrated will help the Jaguars overall. Yeah, I think you're right there, yeah. Um, we move on then to the Tennessee Titans. They finished 9-7, and seven, they finished third. Um, news broke yesterday that Taylor Lewan's going to be suspended for four games, um, which is a huge loss when you've got an injury-prone, or two injury-prone uh, quarterbacks behind him. Yeah. Um, there are some things to like on this team. They drafted uh, AJ, I want to say Brown, AJ Brown, yeah, in the second round, who kind of thought of as the best receiver in the draft so that's something they, they also drafted Jeffrey Simmons in the first round he's going to be missed the entire season again um, but if he comes back and is the player that everyone thinks he is that's the absolute stud they've got there but it's it's a bit of a mess I still think like you put any trust in Mario or Tannehill to play 16 games I mean and even if they do play 16 games which I don't put any trust in them to do that yeah I mean, he's that confident that they're going to be good. You know, it's sort of yeah. like, oh, yeah, I think this is a big year for the Titans. And I think at the end of it, they come to the decision that uh, Mario just, they can't move on with him. Yeah. Because I just don't think he's good enough. I don't think, I don't think he, the, the style he needs to play to win, I don't think he can play in the NFL. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a college game, isn't it? Yeah. And he just can't, when he plays that game, when he's most effective is when he's running the ball, mm-hmm. when he's that dynamic quarterback that can do a bit of everything. But as soon as he does that, he gets injured. And yes. Yeah, he's not it, big. It, he's not big. Like you no. to Russell Wilson. Wilson's roughly the same size, but he's hench. He's got muscles on muscles, and he can take these hits from these defensive players and just pop back up. But even like Cam Newton, he needs to play yeah. the Cam Newton game. But even Cam Newton is starting to pick up these injuries over these yeah, last couple of years. Sure he's like, playing yeah, it's... And Marietta just can't handle it. And, yeah, I think it wouldn't surprise me if by the end of the season, injury or not, he's not even playing quarterback. Because I think Tannehill will put him under a bit of pressure. Yeah, Marietta's best season was 2016. He played 15 games that year, finished with 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns and 9 picks. Last year, uh, just 13 games started, 2,500 yards, 11 touchdowns and 8 interceptions. Yeah, I just... I've just never really bought into him from the start and nothing that's happened has sort of changed my mind on him, you know? It's, yeah. It's, it feels a bit harsh, but I just, for me, I just don't, like, if you're um, if you're a Titans fan, I don't know what you're looking at in Mariota and being hopeful about. Mm. I, I just don't know what the upside is of him because I just don't, as I say, I just don't think he can play the game he needs to play to win. Yeah. And to me, that's what this Titan season boils down to. I think it's a, uh, it's a shame because there's a lot of talent there, but I think it's going to be a lost season because it's going to be working out that 
they either isn't the quarterback. Yeah, you know. Again, if if he does get crossover to Ryan Tannehill, again, he's not uh, superstar. I mean, his highest yards no. person one season was four thousand two hundred, and that was twenty fifteen. Uh, he still only threw twenty four touchdowns that year and twelve picks. So he averages almost well. You take his touchdowns and half it, and that's what you get for picks. So you're still going to turn the ball over, and he's in yeah, the game as well. Yeah. Weirdly though, if you ask me to pick one of these quarterbacks to go with moving forward, it might be Tannehill, which isn't really a great sort of endorsement for uh, Mariota, really, is it? The, it would even be a question. Isn't isn't a good thing. It's uh, yeah. I I just think the quarterback situation there is dreadful, and that sort of affects the whole team because yeah. I think the past coach they got two first round. Um, Wide receivers there now, and they all AJ Brown was his second round. Second but either way, round. yeah, yeah, they've got two young, talented wide receivers there, and him and Corey Davis. That I think are just going to be wasted. Yes. I think there's, there's just not. I don't know. I just, yeah, I think they're, I think they're in for a rough year. I think they, they could be one of them teams, you know, like last year Jaguars. Maybe the expectations aren't there, but mm. you know, just an absolutely disappointing season. That maybe into like a top five pick and. I think that sort of cements things as go for a new quarterback as they end up there. Yeah. Um, running back wise, Derek Henry, is he uh, lightning matches for you? I mean, another one. <laughs> people are going to, like, fantasy wise, people are going to draft him high based on, like, their last, like, two games. Yeah. But that's what he's done. He just disappoints time and time again. Then he'll have a couple of big, big games and then yeah. disappoint again. I just, uh, obviously, there's a lot there to sort of. You can easily make a case for why Derek Henry is going to be good and going to be a good pickup in fantasy, going to be a good running back. Yeah. But personally, not for me. I'd I'd rather take Dion Lewis if I had to take one out of the two. <laughs> in week fifteen uh, last week last year, um, Derek Henry had thirty three carries in one game for one hundred and seventy yeah. yards. <coughs> yeah, it's that's just what he is, isn't it? Yeah. It's, they don't touch him for the first 10 games and then just oh. ride him in the, when he gets cold. But yeah, I think if if you can get him late and take a chance on him, but don't, 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 don't touch him early. Like you said, the receivers, Corey Davis and AJ Brown, are very early draft picks. They've got Adam Humphreys, who they paid a, a fair whack of money to, um, who's, a, yeah. who's a career slot receiver and had a good year with last year with uh, Jameis, well, mainly with um, Ryan Fitzpatrick at the start of the season. But four years, $36 million to be... What a slot receiver, or is he going to test him as the number one? Do you think? I just don't know. I just don't know with his receivers because I just think they're all going to be wasted anyway. So I just don't know. I think it's going to be a season where, like, they'll all have probably a game or two somewhere along the line where they have a good game just because it's their turn to get the ball. Yeah, I just don't think there's going to be enough passes to go around for them all to be sort of relevant fantasy players or relevant just actual wide receivers. You know, I think. Yeah. I think they're all going to be a bit underwhelming. And maybe the year after when they get a new quarterback, or I'm assuming they will, that's sort of when you can sort of finally see what they actually are. Fantasy-wise, Delaney Walker's still relevant. He may be 34, going to his 35th year season, but he's still come off an injury, but he will be, he'll still get his touches and his, his yards and his touchdowns, I think. Yeah, I think he's the one, out of any pass catcher, I think Walker's the one that maybe you feel safest on. But again, yeah. he's getting old, he's coming off an injury. It's not... Yeah. It's not a... Uh, not a nice situation to be in. Yeah, yeah. There's again, it's had a lot. So, so many times, just but the like, red flags there, isn't it? It's just there's a lot of signs that he's not going to be that anymore. And I think um, is it Johnny Smith? 
Yeah. Like, I don't think he's been. Uh, I think he was sort of signed as the new Delaney Walker. I don't think he's really sort of panned out as they hoped he would. He's on the pop list but, at the start of the season as well. To start training. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not defensively, is there any bright sparks? I mean, they just paid Kevin Bayard the, the most money a safety's ever got in the league. They've got Malcolm Butler there still. Adoree Jackson's a, a, a proper talent. Logan Ryan. They've got um, they've got Kenny Vaccaro as well. They've got a pretty decent secondary. Yeah, I don't like. I loved Butler obviously because of you know you you remember the play, don't you? I can't remember what happened. But I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he made a big play somewhere on the line for the Patriots. <laughs> but but sorry, obviously I love him because of that. But I think the Titans, if they could go back and cancel that contract, I think they'd do it straight away because I don't think he's really padded out to them. Yeah, not quite and the then, money he was getting paid. He's not earning no, quite as much. But there are there is some talent there. I think. Over the like the last few years, they've had a lot of draft picks, haven't they? Where they traded down. In, yeah. Well, I can't think of who that which deal, big deal that was. Was that the Wentz year? That must have been the Wentz deal, wasn't yes. it? Yes. It's yeah. They've also had a lot of picks. There's a lot of talent there, but yeah, saying losing Teluan this early is such a blow to them because I th- I don't think he's just a good player. I think he's sort of like that real leader on the team, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. I think losing him is a big thing. And yeah, I think just. For I don't me, think he's it's... the best left tackle in the league. I know uh, Ty Smith is up there as well, but I think Luan's just a, just an animal. Yeah, I think I, I, I can totally get on board with that. You know, it's I, I just think yeah, this is a lost season for the Titans before perhaps moving on and hopefully having some hope. I think once I think once if there's a new quarterback that comes in, I think you can be very hopeful as a yeah. Titans fan. But until then, I just struggle to see. How they can do anything, you know? They've currently got 15 linebackers on the roster. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. That's very that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Uh, 38-year-old Cameron Wake is one of those. Signed, signed this off-season. He's been Iron Man as well. He plays a lot, a lot of games. And he's pretty pretty relevant. He always gets a few sacks. He got six last year. But he's 10, 11, 11, 15, 14 in the season previous. Is he going to make much difference? Yeah, again, he's a good player and... And on how they use him, he definitely could make a difference. And hmm. yeah, I think I mean there is stuff to be hopeful about from the Titans, but the problem is the quarterback's so important that I just don't think this is a season that it's going to come together. But I think moving forward, they're definitely a team that there's something there and something to look forward to. But yeah, yeah. I don't think this is a season that it's going to happen. I think eight and eight, seven and nine at best. Unfortunately, sorry to Dave, our friend of the show, and uh, <laughs> one of my best mates is a Titans fan. I think it's going to be a rough season for you. But what do you reckon, Dave? Nine and seven last year. I feel like if they get a seven and nine, they've done really well. Yeah, I think I think you're looking more in the four or five win range for me. Because okay. I just I just think these quarterbacks are both going to be in and out of the lineup all season. I think there's going to be injuries happening. Yeah, I think one of them might get benched or you know what I mean. I think I think there's a, I think there's going to be sort of a bit of drama through the season with this quarterback room yeah. because he's not really had anyone before that's challenged him to actually start above him, is he? But I think Tannehill was at least good enough to do that if things are going wrong for Mariota. And yes. I mean, for me, yeah. I'm sort of expecting that they will. But uh, yeah, hopefully. For these Titans fans, that they will do a bit better, but I don't know. Personally, I'm not 100% sure. Let's move on then to the Indianapolis Colts. Finished 10 and 6 last season after rallying from a really poor start. They absolutely blew doors off teams in the second half of the season. Um, I'm going to say that they're my AFC pick for Super Bowl. Yeah. I think we got in early last year. Yeah, we did. We got on board the uh, Colts team. Yeah. 
they've strengthened in places they need to strengthen. They've got Andrew Luck back to being Andrew Luck. And, I mean, Marlon Mack is an underrated running back. They've added Paris Campbell to the receiving core of T.Y. Uh, Hilton. And Devin Funches could be a really, really smart pickup. As just, a, like I mentioned earlier, the Anquan Bolden, huge body, just catch the ball guy. Yeah, players all over this. Eric Hebron, Jack Doyle, and Marley Cox as a three-headed tight end monster as well. <laughs> These are definitely the team that when we did the AFC North, I said that they could be one of the best sort of young groups in the league. I think these are the this is the team that competes with them because there's just so much good young talent there. And yeah. I mean, to me, they had a good draft again. Yes, it's yeah. I, I, there's so much to like about this team. So yeah. much to be positive about. I think they got one of the best head coaches in the league. I think he's a yeah. genius. I think Perfect he's su- such a good offensive coach. Yeah, I've. I've I think there's so much to be optimistic about this season with the Colts. And, I mean, they're not my AFC pick just because I'm going to pick the Patriots, well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm taking out the Patriots, then the Colts are 100% my pick. Like, not even a doubt for me that they're my pick. Yeah. I mean, even the line, Anthony Costanzo, um, Ryan Kelly's a cracking centre, and Quentin Nelson, uh, the pick from two years ago, that's, that's three superstar linemen, basically, as well. That's... Andrew Luck didn't get touched. Was it for five games last season? Five oh, games it was, in a row? It was something like that, wasn't it? They yeah. Just, yeah. You can't give a man that time to throw that ball because he'll kill you. Yeah. And for me, I think that all plays into Luck being MVP. Like I, I said last year that I think Luck, sort of like an early call for Luck for MVP. And I think mm. that sort of all plays into it because I, I think MVP isn't just a player of the year award sort of thing. It is a story as well. Yes. I think you need that bit of a story. I think Luck Luck has everything there. There's, there's a story. I think he will be in the best two or three players this season. I think there's just everything there to point towards him being MVP. And yeah. yeah, I think Luck MVP and Colts, for me, one of the top two, three, four contenders in the league. Championship game lost to the Patriots. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, they've added Justin Houston to the defensive line, which is a huge pickup. Um, yeah, two years, it's another good sort of Yeah, I mean, 18, uh, 18 and a half sacks in the last two seasons alone. I can't believe he's only 30, Justin Houston. I thought yeah. he was proper old. But... It feels like he's been around forever, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? it does. You've got him chasing the quarterback on one side, you've got Darius Leonard uh, on the outside, the other side as well. Yeah, there's, there's not <laughs> many places that they're lacking. They've added Rocky Sins at, at cornerback as well. Ooh, yeah. spicy. Spicy team. Yeah, there's there's not a, there's not a glaring weakness, I don't think, when you look at this team. Um, I mean, that's a pretty good recipe to... I mean, because sometimes they're going to hit a spot where they're not playing the best, but if you don't really have a big weakness, that other areas can make up for... Maybe Luck has a bad couple of weeks, or yeah. you know they can't get the running game going for a bit, but they'll win in other ways, and I think... I think all round, I don't think there's a better roster in the league, really. I don't think... They're no, maybe not the best. Hines, Mack and Wilkins, that's the three... Well, I mean, Mack's the standout, but the other two guys there are really good running backs as well in their own yeah. way. Yeah, there's... Yeah, even if players go down, I think they've still got stuff there. I don't think... They're maybe not the best in many of them spots, but they're definitely sort of in the top ten in a lot of them. Yeah, which, which is, is you want to be, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a good all-round team. Mm. Good young talent. A, a great quarterback. They're just, I think, yeah, there's so much to like about them, and yeah, I really do. And yeah, I think you do as well. They're, yes. they're very much, they're very much a team of first and ten, aren't they? I think this year. Yeah, ten and six uh, <coughs> last year. I'm going for at least twelve and four. 
Yeah, 12 and 4, number one seed, I think, for me. There we go. Wow. Uh, on to the team that did win the division last year, the Houston Texans. 11 and 5 they went last year, and I really like this team as well. They, I think they're the opposite to the Colts, where I think they're number one in a couple of places, but they have absolutely yeah. no depth at all beyond those positions. Yeah, very much so. Um, I totally agree with that. Bob's got all the, the power now, hasn't he? He runs everything. There. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not convinced that that's totally <laughs> ideal, you know. No, he's a feisty character. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson for me is the number two, well, the, the 1B fantasy quarterback this year, obviously behind Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think he's so underrated in the league because I think he's been overtaken by the class the year before last. Yeah. The Mayfield, Darnold, uh, that class. Yeah, that perhaps wasn't, isn't the hype around him because, as you say, Mahomes. Like, there's so many young quarterbacks around, isn't there, that yeah. gets lost in the shuffle. But and he missed it yeah. almost a year as well, didn't he, for injury? Yeah, I think it's a big year for him. I think he sort of needs to take a step up. But I mean, the, the big problem, it's the same as last year. They couldn't keep him on his feet. Yeah. And, and again, this year, they've not massively improved that line. Well, they got the, they got the offensive lineman, didn't they? But it was, I can't think it was, but they got jumped, didn't they, by the Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Yeah, jumped ahead of them and yeah, took so the play they were going to take. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not convinced on that front that they're going to be able to really be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think if you can't if you can't keep your quarterback upright, then it's hard for him to be great. You know. Yeah. And they sort of need him to be, I think, because well, Hopkins obviously. He's at worst, you say he's top three, but yeah. At worst, you say he's top three, don't you? I can't yeah. believe anyone would have him outside of that in no, any insane. list. He just doesn't drop the ball. No. <laughs> and then you've obviously got, on the defence, you've got Watt, you've got Clowney still. There's so many other players on that defence that are great. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to like about them, but I just say there's not a lot behind them, and that's where the big issues come. They're very top-heavy, aren't they? And Yes, that's <sighs> the thing. They've got Watson, they've got uh, Hopkins, and... They got Watt and Clowney, and um, there's another guy who I really like. I can't remember his name. Winnie Merciless, yeah, as well. All very, very, very good defensive players. But yeah, below them, it's uh, I mean, Tashan Gibson's kind of starting at free safety this year. That's that's not what you want. No, it's, <laughs> and I think that's why you see him do well in the regular season, and then sort of flame out a bit in the playoffs because mm. I mean that's when it tells. When you get to that end of the season and sort of players are picking up more injuries and other teams can sort of rotate in and out and you can't, I think that's, I think that's where it shows up. And yeah, for me, I think they're in for another season of maybe maybe like a decent run. And mm. so I think last season they, were, they had like a ten or eleven game win streak at one stage, didn't they? Which, yeah, they weren't a massive run. It was ludicrous at the time. Like they could have lost up nearly every game. It was yeah. Just, yeah, they're they're a very odd team, but. Yeah, for me, they're not one that I've any faith in. No, one injury to Watson or if Hopkins goes down. I, I like Kiki Cutie and I like Will Fuller, but I don't think Cutie's ready to be the number one and Fuller's got to prove that he can stay on the field. Well, it's both of them really, isn't it? They both had well, some yeah. injury history. It's uh, Yeah, there's... And I just think they're in a, a tough division again. I mm. think the other... I mean, all four teams in the division could at least beat each other. Yes, yeah, definitely. Like, even though I'm down on the Titans, I still think they've got talent there. They can definitely beat these other teams in the division. Yeah, I think they're four in a row against the Jags now. They just always beat them recently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, that, 
Again, they might end up being like 10 and 6, 11 and 5, and <laughs> another playoff run, but for me, it's not something I feel confident in calling. And I think this is final season, it falls apart. And mm. No bronze out there. Well, you think so, but at the moment, they say, they said before, he's got all Who's the power. <laughs> yeah, like he's got. <laughs> He's he's the main man, like unless he's gonna fire himself. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, so eleven and five last season, uh regression to second place in the division. At least second for me, I yeah. think. I think I think ten and six it sounds about right, nine and seven. Yeah, I there. think they're gonna be somewhere between seven and nine and nine and seven, depending on how things play out. Okay, yeah. Cause I think over the years they've been so dominant in division. I mean that's where they've sort of won the won the division yeah yeah no that's fair there we go then that is our what's that uh, fifth sixth preview done just three more five. to go yeah three more to go five three more to go <laughs> uh, so it's the NFC South, South. next yeah. which is a fun division I'm really yeah. high on uh, the worst team in that division as well for this season so should be fun talking about that. Really, I think I'm, I'm a bit low on the team that most people have as the best team in that oh, one. So, uh, yeah, fun, weird one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's an interesting division where, again, very open. I think yeah. you could make a case for all four teams. In that yeah, one. this is the most open of all divisions, isn't it? Definitely the NFC South. Then we've got the AFC West, which is going to be fun again. Two teams that could easily win uh, the Super Bowl, uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Broncos would be good and Raiders, who the hell knows what the Raiders are going to do. And then we're going to finish with the NFC West. Which of course will be a three-hour-long Seahawks special. Um, we'll also mention the Cardinals, Rams, and Niners at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but until we're back with those divisions, Dave, uh, where can people find you on social media? <coughs> so I am at DJG23. I am at RossBernons84, and we are as a collective at First and Ten underscore on Twitter. Uh, get involved there. We'll be putting like polls up and all sorts of things throughout the season. We'd like to get your interactions with that. Um, also on Facebook, just search First and Ten. Um, Podcast-wise, just search First and Ten uh, NFL podcast, I think, on most apps now, and you'll be able to find us uh, there. Leave us a five-star rate and review on everything you can do. And if you get the Anchor platform, you now host our podcast, you can send us a voicemail and get yourself on the show. You can um, definitely do that, like when you're sending questions and stuff. Like, yeah, we always have a community segment every week during the season, so just send in your voicemails and we can play them on the show and answer them. That's more fun, surely, than yeah. just uh, send a little text. It takes two minutes, and it's really easy. So get involved with that uh fantasy leagues are up by the time this one's out if you've not already joined the uh first ten mega leagues and get involved and contact either me or dave through uh the website or our social medias or anywhere if you want to get involved they're really lots of fun there'll be prizes it's free to enter what more could you want yeah exactly there you go we will be back with our final three previews before our fantasy preview before the season kicks off it's so close dave it's so close yeah Oh. Well, it's. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's going to be here. And then, also, it'll be over with, won't it? It'll be done. We'll be like, oh, God. We've got we'll be doing our Super Bowl, Super Bowl review before we know it, and then yeah. uh, planning what to do for next off season. Savour it while it lasts. Was that first week of preseason, isn't it? Everyone's like really, like real buzz for it. Then, like, yeah. the next three weeks, everyone's like, oh, who cares about pre season? Like, and then, yeah, then you get to the regular season when it really starts and everyone properly gets into it then. Yeah. I can't wait, I'm excited. But anyway, we should be back very, very soon with the next podcast. So until then, it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we will see you next week.